0: Hello, new partners, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are Three Dads Who Are Lifelong Gamers, and today we are going to be deep diving the third-person supernatural cowboy shooter, Evil West. Please remember to rate our podcast five stars and leave a written review if your podcast app allows. We'd also love it if you would consider supporting us on Patreon. You can support the show starting at five bucks a month, and you'll unlock some awesome perks like two bonus Squadcast episodes monthly. You can go sign up at MultiplayerSquad.com. Time for some introductions. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, he's performing zapper pulls and performing melee combos on any vampire he runs across. It's Josh.
1: Ooh, I'm the melee guy? Man, <laughs> yeah, of course. I course. Mean, th- that is fitting, but that <laughs> means that Michael's the, the, the ranged guy. He might be. And so we're host. we're 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 in trouble paul <laughs> the, the vampires will win michael's, luckily, like, luckily, michael's like you guys are throwing shade already we're 30 seconds into the episode the, you don't this, even have to aim in this game it aims for you i can do anything
0: that's exactly what i was gonna say this game has the strongest aim assist i've ever seen all right we've got josh and joining us he's hoping to impress president grover cleveland with his rifle crossbow and gatling
1: gun skills it's michael I reckon y'all are looking for a good show today, and I'll tell you what, we're gonna give it to you. Oh, man. Oh,
0: man. All right. This is gonna be an interesting one. This one's been a long time coming. We've been talking about Evil West for quite a while. All right. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, Josh, do you want to tell
1: the people a little bit about how they can help support the show? I do indeed. So you're listening to us right now through the magic of technology, our soothing voices, going into your ear holes you know, it's it's a glorious time to be a gamer. And you know what? The only thing that's better than that is supporting your favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of ways that you can do that. You're probably listening for free. If you are supporting the show, then thank you very much. But if you are listening for free, thank you for listening. But do us a solid. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. Support the show. Help us grow. The world's a better place with more multiplayer gaming podcast in it. And I feel like everybody that's listening wants to do their part for humanity, right? Yeah. Make the world a better place. Tell your friends. Leave us a review. And, you know, if you get a lot of entertainment out of this show and you like hearing us three buffoons talk video games you know maybe maybe occasionally think about heading over to multiplayer squad.com and, and and throwing us a little fiver or a 15er or or maybe a maybe a benjamin you know but uh, it it helps and it keeps the show alive and it keeps the world a happy place We are but poor, lost circus performers. For less than a dollar a day, you can support this (laughs) show. Sorry, I had to. (laughs) By the way, the beginning of that, Josh, was the closest to ASMR that you've ever gotten. You were very soothing for a moment. It's like, hey, listen, come on down here. Hey, everybody. (sighs) (laughs) Multiplayersquad.com to support this show.
0: (laughs) Oh, goodness. all right,
1: what? we got to move on. This episode started weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut all of this out. Um, Nonsense. <laughs> no, we always keep everything in all the episodes. All right, so we also wanted to share a little bit of a scheduling update because we are in the holiday season here. We got Christmas coming up. Every year, we do take a two-week break. That way we have a little bit more time to spend with our families. So just to let you guys know, this is actually our last deep dive of 2022. And then we will have a Twig episode on Thursday. Next week, we will have our annual uh end of the year wrap up bonus round. And we'll have another Twig. And then basically in the two weeks that run from December 25th to January 7th, we will be re-releasing some of our favorite episodes, but you'll still want to tune in for those because the three of us are going to record some intros. We'll share a little bit about how we feel about that game or that episode. So you'll still have a good five to 10 minutes of new content. If you turn it off after that, that's great. Just at least help us, you know, keep our download numbers and there'll be a little bit of content, content in there for you. Um, so you won't want to just completely ignore those. Plus it's a good chance for us to re-release some of our favorite episodes these are good ones
1: we selected some great ones this time i think Mm -hmm. i think so too yeah it'll it'll be a lot of fun hey you know since we're an international podcast too i know you said uh christmas season but i can't help but uh make sure i mention kwanzaa yule hanukkah santa lucia day Bodhi day i don't know what that is but it sounds awesome happy those days too sure happy all of them
0: (laughs) all right well this town isn't big enough for both us and felicity Let's put on our gauntlets and collect some vampire heads while tracking her down. Let's deep dive Evil West. Okay, here is Steam's description of the game. A dark menace consumes the Old West. In solo or co-op, fight with style in visceral explosive combat against bloodthirsty monstrosities. Eradicate the vampiric hordes with your lightning-fueled gauntlet and become a Wild West superhero. Okay, and to tell you guys here up front, we are going to be sharing uh, really no spoilers. I mean, there's really not much you can spoil about this game. We will talk a little bit about the very beginning of the storyline. That way we can just talk about the game. We are going to be talking about all the abilities and the guns that you unlock over the course of the game. Uh, So there won't be any spoiler warning coming later. However, we'll make sure that we do not talk about some of the end game story reveals uh, we'll make sure not to spoil that stuff here, so that way you guys just kind of know what to expect. All right, so Evil West was developed by Flying Wild Hog and published by Focus Entertainment. This is not a AAA title; it fits squarely in the double A category. And guys, how is it that Evil West landed on our radar?
1: I don't even remember. Did we, didn't we? Didn't <laughs> I we didn't remember. Cover that, I t- just went did, with Michael. Oh, we like, cover a Twig episode? Wasn't on a Twig episode? We saw it? Oh, or saw I can on, tell you uh, guys. YouTube? Yes, Paul, educate us, please.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I thought you guys might remember. So ironically, we are recording this right now during the Game Awards. And during the Game Awards, exactly a year ago, there was an announcement trailer for Evil West, which we watched, but we did not cover for a Twig episode, but we did end up starting to cover it in June. Because everybody kept calling it God of War with Guns. So (laughs) we kept seeing that there's this new trailer out. This is like Cowboy God of War. And so we started watching the gameplay. We started sharing the trailer with each other. And we had to talk about it on a Twig episode. Here we are now a full year later. And we have played the game. It's now out. It has been released. Michael, you offered to get a tattoo if we were given early access keys how did
1: that end up going? <laughs> um, well, I don't have a tattoo still. No. And um, yeah, I, I was still a little disappointed, man. Like we called, yeah. we, we called from the mountaintops. We said, Flying Wild Hog, please focus entertainment. Please. We will get your logos tattooed all over our bodies. And by our, I mean me only because you guys did not want to do this. <laughs> if we just get, we haven't, we have not gotten a, an early access release, a review key, and we were just like, hey, that'd be great for the podcast, let's do it. So I put it out there, and unfortunately, it didn't happen, but maybe that was fortunate.
0: Yeah, a little bit of a bummer, Um, but, you know, now we've had a chance to play it, and it released back on November 22nd and i think that what everyone is kind of calling the game now instead of just like calling it god of war with guns the the phrase that i keep seeing in reviews and in user left comments is that this game feels like a throwback ps2 action game and i was kind of curious to ask you guys like what do you think that means and do you think that's a fair moniker
1: i 100% agree with that to be honest with you i think it so what i thought the reason why i didn't play god of war 2018 when you guys were touting it is because i remember the other god of war games you know basically there's one path that you go down you can't really stray off of it you're going from point a to point b going around fighting whatever's in your way and you just keep going it's all action there's some story elements. It felt a lot like that. I really think it felt like a PS2 or even a PS3, in some cases, action game where it's just, hey, you're not going to have a lot of sidetracks. This is definitely not open world. It's just like, go through the levels, complete the level, go to the next level, kill the big bad, keep going. Yeah, it's, it, it is a simple is the best way that i think i can describe the like the game and that's not necessarily a bad thing so simple simple doesn't mean bad but in today's gaming everybody wants to throw in 30 different systems right like we we picked on skull and bones a lot about how their game looks like it sucks and to try to fix that, they just keep going, well, let's throw in another mechanic, let's throw in another system, let's throw in something to try to like beef this game up some. Not every game in the world needs that. You know, right. and when you talk about PS2 games and, and kind of a, a throwback in that sense, games were just simpler back then. You know, yep. I mean you, you did one thing, you did it very well, and you hoped that people enjoyed that, and that was it. And I feel like that is a lot of what Evil West is. Um, and so I actually kind of agree with that. I did not, it's funny because I had, I, I, you know, we'll get into our opinions of the game a little bit later, but I had an opinion of this game. And then when you said that, Paul, it kind of made the light bulb go off a little bit and I kind of went, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. actually like, that's actually like really on point for me. So (laughs) you know I think it does help like kind of knowing what this game is going into it and what it's supposed to be versus maybe what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think that back in PS2 days, it was system limitations that kind of made games that way. And now uh, Flying Wild Hog made a choice to do it this way, which, I like, like Josh said, isn't necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. In fact, in this case, I would say it's actually a really good thing because there's a lot of gaming trends that we are not really into these days. We poke fun at how every game has a crafting system. Guess what? Evil West, no crafting. There is no ammo. Everything is unlimited ammo or just on a cooldown. This game does not have any loot. It's a short campaign. The story is pretty minimal. It's really just there to give you a reason to keep fighting. And there's no battle pass. There is no DLC. And I love the fact that it's just kind of short. Like, back in the day, games would drop for the PS2 that you had never heard of. Like, you'd walk in Blockbuster. You'd see a box and go, oh, that looks kind of neat. You would rent it. You'd beat it in a day and a half, and then you would just return it. And it wasn't necessarily anything life-shattering, but you'd be like, you know what? That was a really fun game. That was a cool weekend. And you would just tell a buddy, and then you just kind of moved on. And this is a kind of game that feels like that. It's not trying to be live service gaming. It's just very simple. It does what it does. It leaves a, an impression, and then it just kind of gets out of the way, and and you're done. And so, I do think it's definitely fair to kind of compare it to like a throwback PlayStation game, because it's just kind of how it works. Uh, now, ironically, this is now the second Weird West genre game yeah. that we have covered this year. I love uh, that. We <laughs> we covered Weird West a couple months ago. Now we're covering Evil West. So, if anyone's unfamiliar with that genre it is basically when you blend horror or supernatural elements during the time of the wild west so basically we're looking at cowboys and werewolves and vampires monsters things like that put together do you guys like that mix do you like mixing cowboys with supernatural
1: elements it's a little weird to me i i i like anything that's fantasy related supernatural like that kind of stuff so i you know i enjoy that it's just weird to have a cowboy with a revolver shooting a giant vampire beast thing. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it is an odd mix. Like I, I I'm not crazy about it. Like I'd much rather be shooting like dragons or something like that. Maybe um, with fireballs or magic missiles or, you know, that's a little bit more up my specific alley, but you know um, I, it's, it's fine. It's, it is weird. And it's just weird that we've played two of these games now in the last like, Five months or something like that, Paul. Did you make up that reference, Evil West or, or Weird West genre? Did you just make that up, or is that an actual term now? There is an entire Wikipedia
0: page. This has it, this has existed in the form of books and radio shows for the last hundred years. So this is not something that's new. But for whatever reason, we're seeing multiple games pop up at the same time, kind of like Armageddon and Deep Impact. Like apparently weird west yeah. is kind of on everyone's mind
1: so what you're saying is that uh abraham lincoln vampire hunter the film was just like yep. 10 years too early and it should have come out now <laughs> would have been a huge hit maybe i think it was kind of like a modest i think it did pretty well when yeah. it released
0: but yeah, i had that's, fun with it it was fun yeah it just seemed so goofy at the time all right so the story of evil west i already mentioned it's relatively simple michael do you want to tell the people a little
1: bit about the story of evil west this us story it starts back in the 1800s, where Jesse Rentier, or Rentier, depending on which character you're speaking to, <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing this the whole time, by the way, there's no way I could. Um, so, yeah, back in the 1800s, mm. uh, you basically are, you know, a, your hero character, typical hero character, your father owns this, like, giant institute that is supposed to be a big secret, um, although they seem to have a lot of loud weapons and loud noises going on, and basically you're there to protect humans from vampires and monsters. And you get the feeling by this game that vampires are not really a new thing to this world. This has been going on for a very long time. Um, you know, your father kind of invented the Institute and invented a lot of the the, the futuristic weapons you use in the Old West. Um, but basically, you know that, like, you're almost like a secret agent, like a James Bond type back in the day, and you're there to basically just bust up vampires and monsters. Well, this one day big mean Peter debano uh, big evil, evil vampire comes around and he basically wants all at war with humans. He wants to wreck humans, take over everything. Um, really his goal is to infiltrate humans, learn everything about, you know, what we are and what our strategies are by essentially assimilating other vampires, kind of like the Borg in Star Trek, where if you like bite and convert a person to a vampire, you know, their stuff, you know, all their secrets and stuff. Well, Essentially, his daughter, Felicity, leads an attack on the Rentier or Rentier Institute. Uh, You'll hear that a lot, by the way. I'll try to keep to one or the other. Uh, The Rentier (laughs) Institute um, and almost kills everyone. That kind of kicks off the meat and potatoes of the story where basically you're just like, hey, this Felicity, she's got to go she's big and mean actually she's tiny and mean um and we know that she means business and she's going after the highest levels of the united states government to try and learn our secrets our plans and take us down and we gotta stop it because we are the rentiers rentiers
0: (laughs) yeah i think you pretty much got everything covered there uh overall without going into spoilers did you guys find the story to be interesting Wait,
1: this game had a story? It did. It sure, sure did, this, Josh. Wait, this game had a story? <laughs> no, it had, had, had cutscenes. It did have a so it had to have a story, right? <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I'm yeah. like, it was cutscenes. The like cutscenes? My favorite part of the story in this game was nothing that Michael just said, although Michael did cover the story. <laughs> but my favorite part of the story is basically that they're trying to accelerate the vampire conversion or something like that, and so they find mm. these ancient beasts that they use the blood from. Like, that was the yeah. only part where I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, the yeah. giant giant monster in the forest? Oh, they're using that blood? Cool. Other than yeah. that, the story in this game, I could... Mike, I could, I'm glad you didn't ask me, Paul, because I would <laughs> not have been able to tell you what the story in this game was, other than We shooting vampires. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and and that's, I mean, perhaps that's all it needs to be in this game. The game did not focus on the story. Like, it was, yeah, there was a story. It was fun. It kind of helped you along. Like, the story, basically, all it did was bring you from different environments to different environments. Like, oh, so we got to go do this. So we're going to go to this monster old, you know, like Josh was just talking about environment. That's all the the story really served as is just a way to kind of move us from place to place and get us to fight bosses. That's it. Let me ask you guys a question. On this. It, so we mentioned the PS2, you know, old school throwback action type game. On this, would this game have been better served if it did away with story altogether and just focused on gameplay? That's I mean, literally did, what it already is. Yeah. I was like, is there, I don't know but, that you can focus uh, yeah. less on story. I, don't think you can I less story. mean, there's, there's a decent bit of cut scenes. There's a decent bit of talking. They try to throw some lore in there with things that you can find, like stuff like that. I was just curious because for me, the story did absolutely nothing. Like, this is not a story that I'm ever going to be like, what you guys think about this story in evil West? No, no. It it leaves it leaves it leaves zero impression. And
0: there's like a couple moments when you're supposed to have like an emotional reaction to certain reveals or events, and you do not care at all. Like I remember watching in one part and I was like, Am I supposed to feel weird about this happening? Because I literally don't care. I've spent three minutes with this character over the course of this game. That's the thing. Like there are no side missions. You're not even really talking to characters. Anytime two characters talk, it's literally just where do we go next and who do we have to kill? And then boom, you're immediately teleported to that area and you just start fighting, which honestly I found really refreshing. This is almost like the anti red dead redemption Two, where like the Mm. red dead games are focused so much on story That the gunplay is serviceable, but it's not great. This is the exact reverse, where it's like, we're going to focus entirely on combat systems, and we're going to stitch together the smallest story possible, and that's really all it is. So yeah, I I did not find the story to matter or to be interesting, and I don't think it has to.
1: I mean, even the one quote unquote twist that happens like at three quarters through, like we saw yeah. that coming from a mile away and I still didn't care. I was like, oh, no. I get to kill another thing. Let's go kill that <laughs> thing.
0: Yeah. Very nice. So Josh, would, would you agree that the combat is the bread and butter of Evil West? Like, do you want to give us a rundown of how combat works?
1: Yeah, let's get into the actual what this game is. This game is a combat focused game um, and you are you you play a tough guy, vampire slayer cowboy, uh, Jesse here and you basically have this giant gauntlet that's on your hand that becomes more powerful as you play the game. You start off with your revolver, you get a rifle, you you know you acquire more and more weapons as you play the game. Um, but the combat in this game is you know it's fast paced. It is mostly melee. So this is the yeah. thing that caught me off guard. If you watch these videos. And then you play the game, you see some melee in the videos, but it looks like it's more just to charge up like your electrical abilities and maybe your weapons, and it's actually kind of the exact opposite of that. Um this is more a melee focus game and then with some shooting and special abilities that like shooting is not the primary thing in this game in my opinion. Do you, am I, do you guys agree with that? You 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 hear
0: and see a circle and you shoot it and you go back to melee.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you know, the, With this the exception is of a- maybe a couple of fights where you do need to use a little bit of range, but really no, it's melee. Yeah, the ranged is more flavor. Like you know, you uppercut a guy up into the air and then you unload uh, your revolver into him. Like that's a neat combo kind of thing. But you're not really doing ranged attacks or a lot of damage in in this game for that. But Basically, combat is, you know, wade into a bunch of monsters. There's there's a decent enemy variety, which is nice. Um, punch a bunch of vampires uh, until you charge up and then unleash a, a cool, powerful ability or, you know, a, a, a strong rifle shot or stick them with a grenade or something like that. Dodge special attacks from different kinds of vampires. Um, punch things into TNT barrels. Um, it's hectic. It's 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 fast paced. It's fun combat. Um, you're not pulling off like crazy combos. This is not Bayonetta or any of these type of button masher type games. But this is a satisfying combat experience um, without too much complication or or frills. I guess.
0: Yeah. Anything that you would say, Josh left out there, Michael, or does that sound about right?
1: No, it's about right. I mean, there there definitely are some like boss fights where maybe you want to kind of adapt your style a little bit, but that's about it really. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot more melee based. I I do like, uh, well, we're not on this part yet, but the, uh, the upgrades of weapons and stuff, we won't get to that yet, Mm -hmm. but I mean, essentially like, it's just interesting because they, they do give you all of the essentially, the staples of the old west you've got a shotgun you've got a rifle you got a crossbow which i guess wouldn't really be a staple of the old west you've got the uh the gauntlets which uh which actually across the front of them have stamped in big letters rentier institute so i could picture that if you if you punch something hard enough you like put the stamp Leave in, it in <laughs> yeah which is funny i mean yeah. and then you've got you know you got dynamite stuff like that and you just kind of use all of it but almost all of it really is used essentially close range melee type if you're if you're going to be using the 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 rifle it's it's only because you just don't really have a choice at the time or it just happens to be there's a couple things range the circle pops up or something like that but yeah uh that's about it yeah one thing that i think makes the combat really fun is that
0: every enemy explodes when you kill them and they just erupt into just like blood raining down and you're just going monster to monster to monster, killing all of them. And I think the longer you play the game and the more stuff you unlock, the more fun the gameplay becomes. In the beginning, I thought it was fun and it was fine. But like the revolvers get pretty boring after a while. Right, And then pretty soon, next thing you know, you're just managing all your cooldowns. So this game does start to give you more and more abilities. So it's not just like... Well, if they're close, I'll use my revolver. And if they're far, I'll use my rifle. Like, it is more complicated than that. You're managing in an energy system where you're picking up batteries and you can unleash power through your gauntlets. You've got an ability to, like, blind everybody in front of you on the map. And whenever you blind and stun an enemy, you can do different types of combos with melee. And so you start to put all this together. It starts to be super hectic and... It's incredibly satisfying, I think, to land all these big punches and hits. I think there's nothing more fun than sprinting into a group of enemies, uppercutting a guy, hitting him with the revolver, punch him straight into a pile of dynamite that explodes and kills everyone around them, and you're just kind of like run, rinse, and repeat. But the game is giving you a new ability or a new weapon like once every hour. And the game itself... Is what like a six to eight hour game somewhere like ten, 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 ten hour on average? Maybe ten hours. Yeah, yeah. about
1: ten hours on average. Yeah. yeah. I, I you know there is this game does a good job of keeping the combat fun, which is a good thing yeah. because this game is really only about the combat. We already talked about the story being non-existent. Um, you know, levels are fairly linear, so like the combat is the main focus of this game, and it's funny because initially. Like I approach combat as let me just kill this thing as fast as I possibly can. Right. And it was almost too methodical at that point. And then I kind of went, let me have a little bit of fun with this combat. Let me, Mm, like you said, Paul, let me uppercut this guy. Let me shoot him in the air, which juggles them a little bit with the revolver. (laughs) You know, later on, you're gone. Like I said, you know, we, there are skills and perks and and that kind of thing and unlocks for your weapons you know, your gauntlet and stuff like that, but you would get an ability where you can like electrically grab them and then slam them back down to the ground, which Mm -hmm. then hurts, you know, monsters around them and stuff like that. So once you start to get creative with the combat, it gets drastically better in my opinion. But if you just wade into combat and go, let me just kill things as fast as I possibly can. It's, It's almost a little mundane at that point because it's like you're limiting yourself. The game tries to give you all of these different abilities, and if you don't take advantage of them, you're kind of limiting that dance that you can do in combat. And not all abilities are equal by any means, but it's like you have the ability to use almost your entire repertoire at any given time. Like It's very quick to switch weapons. It's very quick to activate abilities and things like that. So don't just... Button mash it like get creative yeah. like that's the fun part i thought i found myself giving myself like style points half the time right like, yeah exactly like- yeah, like because when when a, when an enemy is like basically dead, they will glow and pulse like gold, and the game says they're ready for a finishing move. And then you've got like three different ways you can do it, Initiate a finishing move. You don't just have to go up and like you know use the same Mortal Kombat thing, you know, where you pull his spine out and his skull and do the same thing every time. Well, <laughs> my wife was watching me play this game, and there was a monster that I just I was having a tough time. Died multiple times to it, and then finally at the end, you know, I I I you know the last time i fought this thing i had the ability where basically you you let out your it's basically kratos rage you use the exact same two buttons on the playstation three uh, five by the way you 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 click in both sticks and yeah. you just kind of just go in this lecture bowl where you just go boom, 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 boom. And at the very end, he's glowing. And I was so mad at this thing that instead of using a finishing move, I just took out the dynamite, chucked it at him and blew him up. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I do not want you to be. I just I won't even justify you with a finishing move because it, it just it just it's the style points that you give yourself. You know, there's all kinds of fun things you can do. And some I forgot to mention earlier on the melee portion that I think plays into this as well. This game somehow makes a revolver into almost a melee weapon. Not like John Wick esque, but like right when you get the revolver after like level two, it literally tells you you don't have to aim this gun. You just nope. hold it down and it shoots at whatever's nearest to you. And so it, it feels like a melee weapon because you're just using it in between punching combos. It's hilarious. And again, more style points on how you want to initiate your finishing blow.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know how many basketball fans we have out there, but I think everyone will get this analogy. Don't try to play it like a serious professional NBA team, you're the Harlem Globetrotters. Just have fun. Don't try to beat every guy, like Josh said, with the same move over and over, you know, the the shortest way to beat everyone. Just try different combos. You can punch enemies into other enemies. You can start to put different points and upgrades, because we're going to talk about that now, where you can start to now punch enemies into the ground where they explode. And now you can start to do like AOE damage. So the way that like upgrades in this game work is that basically as you're running through these linear levels, every once in a while, there'll be a 12 a foot branch that go off to the left and there's a chest. <laughs> you run over and talk about comparisons to God of War. You literally punch these chests open from the top and then pull out gold. It now is exactly
1: like God of War. Dude, we, we, I gotta <laughs> mention that 100% mm-hmm. this game purchased assets from from god of war <laughs> the climbing of the chains yeah when climbing. you climb chains Identical. that is kratos climbing a chain man like the yep. breaking of the chest like you can 100 percent tell that they bought animations and then just reskin them like with, i mean there's nothing wrong with that they're good animations but it was just very funny that you mentioned that because i was like this is kratos climbing this right. chain right now man wait, like wait a minute this guy's punching through a, a treasure chest like it's very obvious
0: it's a huge homage to God of War. You can definitely see its DNA all over this game. So basically you get this gold, which you can spend on upgrades, which are for your weapons. So for, or, or for different abilities. So one thing we didn't mention is that the game also has a heal button and that works on a, um, a cooldown. And so for example, you can buy an upgrade that might be something like you're now invulnerable for five seconds when you heal. So you're looking at upgrades kind of like that. There's also a perk system where every time you level, you get a perk point and you have different skill trees, and then you can put a point basically into your gauntlet. And so it could be something like now when you dodge, because this game has dodging, you can dodge left or right, or you can roll. And now when you dodge, you no longer lose your combo while you're fighting. Now, I I don't know that the game needed two completely different systems for upgrades,
1: um, but how did you guys feel about the perk and upgrade system in in this one? It was one of my favorite parts of the game, yeah. honestly, because this game is focused on combat so much, the ability to customize your weapons and your abilities is what really helped set it apart for me because they're fairly robust. Like this is not a 50, you know, point skill tree or anything like that, but basically what it does is it says, "Hey, you like the revolver?" You can the revolver can now do this and some of the things are it has an extra bullet or it, you know, electrically charges the bullets or if you shoot a a person while they're in the air, it does like massive damage. And then if you time it right, you can juggle them and do stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Or, hey, I love the rifle. I like trying to pick things off at range. And so it's like, oh, you like the rifle? Well, now the rifle does 20% extra damage. Or if you hit a weak spot on somebody, it refunds a bullet right away. So these sorts of things, right? And so what this does is it affects your play style in how you approach things. Um, you know, and and you unlock a good bit of weapons. I mean, there's probably what six different weapons themselves, yeah, some, probably somewhere six. around there. T- technically, ten if you want to get technical. Okay, so there's, a, I mean, there yeah. is a good variety, and every time you unlock a weapon, you open up this like the skill tree for that weapon, and some of the stuff you have to be a, a like a level four to see what it is. So the game definitely does a good job of pacing things, but that's good because it gives you something to work for. And if you find a weapon you love, hey, stick. With it, because it's only going to get better, and then on top of that, you have the abilities, which are like you know, hey, you can upgrade your gauntlet. You can uh, make it so that enemies only drop energy pickups or only drop health pickups instead. So you can actually like kind of go with builds. Almost mm-hmm. to where it's like, I want to have yep. full energy all the time so that my electric gauntlet can just wreck house. I can teleport around the battlefield. I can pull guys towards me and play the game that way. Or you can go into like bigger and longer and batter melee combos so that when you're sitting there just slugging something, you're really wrecking this thing. Or... You know, control like crowd control type abilities where it's like, hey, when I uppercut somebody, I can uppercut everybody and like that's in front of me. So now they all fly up in the air and then I can smash them to the ground and play that way. It's just I really enjoyed the perks and ability system in this game because it gave the combat that flavor that I wanted. Yeah, I think that also, I know, Paul, you were talking about why is the reasoning to have two different like perks and abilities systems. I appreciated that because one of them was based off of your level and one of them was based off of money. So you upgrade your weapons with money and you upgrade your abilities kind of with your levels. Well, we know in games like this that are very linear everybody's going to finish the game between level 20 and 22. There's there's no, like, you know, you don't get extra bonus points for, like, going and spending more time on side quests. There are no side quests, you know? And so as I was playing, I was like, okay, I'm going to only get the amount of points for my abilities as, like, what this game will allow me to do. So you have to kind of plan for it, like Josh was saying. How do I want to play? What do I want to do? You also got extra abilities by opening some of the secret chests, which, like Paul was saying, like 12 feet off, but you could easily miss a couple of them. Like, if you didn't look around a little bit, you could definitely miss a whole ability that you didn't get. But I found myself wanting to look around more because I was like, man, the next upgrade on this cool ability is $9,000. I know every time I open a chest, I'm getting like $1 to $400. And so I know that I've got to look around if I want to upgrade this as fast as possible. But one of the things that I found hilarious is how, you know, the Rentier Institute, like they incorporate supernatural elements into the things. Like by the end, my dynamite, you know, the, the, here's the progression tree <laughs> of the dynamite, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah and levels. you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the progression on the dynamite is you know uh, there's four different like four different levels of the dynamite level one it throws dynamite level two you get a bigger boom and a bigger blast radius level three you get three sticks of dynamite you throw simultaneously level four when you throw your dynamite on something a magical freaking tornado comes out and starts (laughs) wrecking the battlefield and you're like where is this coming from (laughs) but it's hilarious and when I saw that ability on there I was like I have to get this it's expensive but I have to get it and I found myself saying, okay, between the bow and the rifle, I'm only going to really use one range weapon because I want to skill into the dynamite, and I know that I'm not going to have enough money to get every single skill in the game. And so you have to kind of plan around that, which I thought was really refreshing. Like, um, I actually went through after I beat the game and started a new game plus because, uh, just so you guys know, um listeners this game does have a new game plus so it does reward you for playing through the game again once you have all the abilities you get to start over maybe go on a harder difficulty level which i love games that do that if you're enjoying it you can keep going it's the same game but you just get to do more cool stuff at the beginning um and i found myself just kind of in a situation where i was like i kind of want to start it again just so i can get and see what this rifle does when you hold it down and charge it because i never got that ability So it's kind of cool. The beauty is you can respec at almost any time as well. Like every level has a respec station at some point, it seems. Yeah, yeah. I I was going to say, don't worry
0: about any kind of choice paralysis. You have ample opportunities to reset both your upgrades and your perks at any time. And by the end of the game, you you basically can get almost everything you want. Uh, Almost, at yeah. least for me, perk wise, I, I I had everything I wanted to upgrade on my gauntlets and abilities. It's really just the gold that held me back from a couple of the upgrades. But yeah, they're, they're a little bit magical. You just take it for what it is. Like, why does my revolver now ricochet bullets between enemies? I don't know. It's only because yeah. I bought an upgrade and it works <laughs> awesome. and it's really yeah. fun. And <laughs> that's all you need to know. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't think about it too hard. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. All right, now what do you guys think about the game's visuals? So graphics, animations, uh, the fact that Jesse looks like a mix between Arthur Morgan and uh, John Marston. I mean, what, what do you guys <laughs> want to talk about in regards to visuals?
1: It it was an odd mix for me, to be honest. The cutscenes in this game were atrocious. They put so much film grain on the cutscenes. Like, did you guys notice that? Like, I felt like the cutscenes in this game had so, like, lots of, lots of people use film grain, right? But it's like, it's like, but there was so much film grain in this that it was almost blurry. And I don't know why they went that route other than like, maybe they just didn't want to put the time into like the facial animations or the skin textures or something like that. Maybe they feel old timey. I mean, maybe, Maybe. but man, you got, they went overboard. So it was this weird, this, It was just weird. Some of the levels I thought were beautiful, like the swamp with all the glowing swamp gas and stuff. I was was like, dude, this is really pretty. And then other times I was like, this just doesn't look that good. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, they were not bad by any means, but it was weird because certain graphics would look really good and then other ones would look really bad. And I was like, "Are, are these different art teams? Like, what's going on here? I, I kind of noticed the same thing. First of all, I I did like the style of the game. I thought it was really um, it resembled a comic book quite a bit. On what a comic book superhero like futuristic esque or you know electrified cowboy would look and feel like. So I did appreciate those choices. But like Joshua, so there was a couple of odd things. Like for instance, there's a there's a part when you're in Calio, is it Calico? Calio, Calico, basically your main yeah. base. It's the Belfry of this game, whatever you want to call it, right? And the light is shining through the windows, very bright, and it's very cool. And you know, when you look at someone when there's a really bright like morning, you can kind of see translucence in their nose, right? And I'm like, that's a really cool effect. They did that, except in this case, like you couldn't see like the whole nose of this character I was looking at was like translucent. It looked like ballistics gel, like when you see like the dummies that the MythBusters used, you can just see through their nose. And I'm like, that's a cool idea. But really, kind Poor of poorly execution. executed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah, And I was like, I like what they're doing. Uh, that being said, there was some parts. Like there was a part when you're fighting um, one of the like last like Act Three battles, where there's like fire everywhere, and the way that shadows grew as you walked away from the fires was really realistic. I thought that the ground looked really good. There was spots where you could see like your footprints in the mud. I think it was fine. They did a really good job with the graphics overall for not being a triple A title. But there was some odd choices made.
0: I thought I thought for the most part the game looked pretty good for a yeah. double A title. I had no issues at all with like the resolution or how good the assets looked. What I did find kind of funny are some of the animations. Like, what did you guys think about how Jesse swings on chains and on ropes? Like, do you notice how stiff he is? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I found it to look so awkward. Where it was almost like, almost like he had rigor mortis, like while swinging on these ropes, it was just very stiff.
1: Yeah, there, I, you know, like we we've got to mention again. This is not intended to be a AAA title. Uh, this is a double A title. Um, you know, and and some of that shows through for sure. Yeah, you know, graphically wise, my main complaint from the time we very very first saw the first gameplay in this game was all the stupid glowing chains everywhere man like That's honestly the best part of the game oh no best part oh best my part. goodness man you Once never to go. you
0: never have to guess where to go the no. game points you in dude, the right direction
1: i they're gaudy they're tacky they're everywhere like i mean i i know like game developers try to dumb things down to the lowest common denominator sometimes but dude you don't need white glowing and they're everywhere it doesn't change I'm in this dark swamp with glowing swamp gas. It's beautiful. It looks like the Aurora Borealis or something going on. And there's 30 glowing white markers everywhere. It's like, dude, what a distraction. Like, I don't know why they went that route. Okay, so here's where I'm going to argue with you on that one. Um, Just because I I think that, uh, again, like I said, my wife watched me play this entire game. We played after the kids were in bed because it's a little bit graphic. You know, obviously vampires are getting cut in half and blown up. Um, But the whole thing is... Like this game, it it doesn't say hey. Like God of War, you've got to look around for secret things. It's literally just like, go this way, do this. My wife at one point was like, oh, did you miss something back there? I think I saw something. I'm like, no, the game pretty much tells me where I'm supposed to go and if there's a secret thing back there. By putting a giant gold or silver X chain over it with a fist symbol in the middle of it, so I know that I'm supposed to punch that, go through it, and then I need to go back to killing things, because the point of this game is not to be exploring, it's to kill things. So I was fine with the glowy stuff. Now, in a fight, though, those glowy stuff would go away so you would always know if you can't progress yet the game makes you kill all the mobs or the monsters in the area before you can keep going out of the area so you'll know like oh that chain's not glowing which means I've still got a bad guy somewhere I gotta find which in one case when I experienced the Paul glitch I call it the Paul glitch because he was the first person to find it (laughs) I had accidentally punched someone over the edge of something and I couldn't kill this thing I had to to go back and restart the game it was the only time it happened for me Um, but I was like I can't go over this chain it's not glowing bright obnoxious white silvery and i saw there's a guy up in the corner i couldn't shoot him couldn't get him and i'm like okay well i know that i'm not supposed to progress yet but overall i kind of liked having the like thank you for simplifying it because this game is about the combat i'll take the simplification so i'm not pulling what i pulled on god of war like when i was treating like fallout 3 when i'm looking through every box
0: yeah i i'm completely with you michael i It did not bother me at all. I actually really appreciated it. I think the thing that bothered me the most is when you're in the, quote, open world for a minute between missions, like when you're walking around the Rentier Institute, you will hear characters talk and their mouths are not moving. And that's clearly like limited budget, smaller studio. I get it, but it's very funny to hear a character talk and they're just staring straight into nothingness (laughs) nothingness <laughs> and you hear them talk. Um, I did say this before when we were previewing the game. The use of color is phenomenal. This game loves to put you in a dark room with like Tesla coils going off. So there's blue shooting all over the room and you're fighting in like the dark. And then in other times you're fighting down an open street where Seemingly, the whole world is ablaze on fire, and you're working through all the orange and the red. Like The game loves to give you these big, bright colors that you guys know I hate dark games. It's like we have <laughs> all these colors to use in, in the toolbox. Why are we not using them? And I thought that they really used color really, really well. Now, the game does have a couple of major bosses. There's a lot of mini bosses along the way. I don't think there's a whole lot to say about it. Uh, other than I do wish that there were more, uh, having yeah. only three big bosses is a little bit of a disappointment. And I one shot the second and third bosses. So like I felt like they probably could have been ramped up a little bit in difficulty and, and I wish that there were more. Uh, overall, what'd you guys think about the length of the game and the difficulty?
1: It was not difficult. Now you can up the difficulty level. Um, I just played on the default level this time, just because I wanted to see, you know, what is this game like? I had played God of War before, like when I played that, so I knew like I enjoy the higher difficulty level. Um, I I mean, I think it was the right length, to be honest. Like I yeah. I, I think if it had been longer, I it would have it would have needed a story or it would have needed more progression or something like that. And I I think the time like it was spot on as far as how long it was. I'm with you, Paul. I really do wish that they had more boss fights because those were fairly fun. And there's only so much you can do with the mechanics of the game. I mean, you know, the, you, you guy, it's a melee combat type system. Yes, you do have range, but you know that's not super effective. Dodge uh, left or dodge right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But they do
0: they do throw some mechanics later where. Um there are gonna be like pinwheels of fire on the ground and you've gotta run inside yes. and make sure you don't get hit by the fire. Like
1: the I wanted more is... of that though. All those exactly. worm things. All right. more stupid that. worm things. Yep. Yeah, I wanted more of that. So I think they could have fleshed that out a little bit more, but yeah, the, the length of the game is fine for me. I think that I think that overall the length I think the link was great because the length also Um, It really coincided with how appropriately they let you upgrade your weapons and gave you new weapons. It feels like the pacing of when you got new abilities was really perfect. Just when you were starting to get used to or slash kind of tired of using one thing, they gave you a new thing. I think if the game was longer... It would have been at the detriment of of the great balance of timing they had with, with just having fun, beating things up, straight combat, that's all you're focused on, and then getting boring and tiresome. So I think that the length is great. That being said, the difficulty, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I thought the first two bosses were cakewalks, the last two bosses were super hard. So you had like the monster boss with like the arms, super easy. You had the first time you meet oh, what's her name again? Felicity. Not Judith, Felicity. You meet Felicity, and she puts out that ugly-looking, like, ah, thing. Yeah, that boss, one kicked the, my butt a few times. Yeah. And then I won't... I thought those... See, I won't try those two, but I thought the last two fights, and I I don't want to spoil it. I don't know if there's much to spoil anyways, but the last two fights where you fight and then so-and-so with the worm things on the ground, which I hated, Yeah. and then the big boss at the end with so much jumping. Maybe I just didn't build properly for it, but I thought those <laughs> fights were really hard. Um, I think that... About two hours before the, this game ends, the difficulty ramps up quite a bit because you get thrown in situations where you're basically fighting a conglomerate of every type of of mob you've had. You've got the spider thing that shoots the spider web stuff. You've got the on the wall thingy with the easy aim bot stuff. You've got you know all the stuff in between, and you're fighting them all at once. And I'm like, this is really hard, and I died a shield, couple more times. So with you that. Gotta yeah, yep. got to break the shields, and so I think, and they all of a sudden like just threw it at you like it hadn't really been happening to that degree. And then all of a sudden it happened, which I think was perfect. They made the end of the game a lot more difficult.
0: I really liked that because you keep fighting the same enemy types again and again, but in harder situations. So like the first time you fight a guy where you have to break through the shield, that fight takes a while. And then by the end of the game, you're, you're blasting through those guys and you're fighting three of them at the same time, along with eight other mobs. I totally agree with what you guys are saying. The pacing is absolutely spot on. I found this game to be incredibly charming. It continually gives you something new to play with. They're just handing you toys left and right. And then the game just ends. And it doesn't stay too long. I wish it had more boss fights. That's almost a compliment to say, I wish they just gave me a little bit more. Um, sometimes you don't want to watch eight seasons of a TV show, right? You just want to watch a mini series that's four episodes long, knock it out and be done. You don't want to watch all of Lost or something. Right. And this game is like that. If you want to knock it out in one or two play sessions, you can. And for a $50 price tag, it is kind of high for being a short game. Um, But I found as far as just strictly gameplay-wise, I even said to you guys, we didn't talk very much about what we thought about the game but i did say i don't think i've had this much fun with combat in a game since outriders and that was april of last year so for me i found the combat of this game and the continual pacing to be pretty awesome
1: uh anything else you guys want to cover before we jump into community reviews yeah i just want to cover two things real fast and they'll both be quick but um one thing when it comes to combat um, difficulty. I also, like Josh, considered stepping the combat up early in the game and going to a harder mode. And when I went in the menu to do it, the, the it actually tells you in, in words underneath it, hey, just so you know, this game is designed to be played on normal difficulty. This is the way the game developers found was a perfect balance. So think about that before you go to a harder mode. And I was like, okay, I'll stay at normal. I'm glad <laughs> I did because it got harder at the end. The other thing that I have to talk about is the only thing that I absolutely hate Ted about this game i threw my controller one time during this game i got <laughs> so mad i told my wife i said i have to get up and walk away for a moment i will come back later and we'll finish this game but i'm too mad to keep playing and that was one of those fights we talked about where there's like a million things around you right and you're fighting so many things there's spider webs coming down well there's that thingy floaty guy there's a thingy floaty guy the and you beehive, gotta kill his o- the beehive yeah, yeah and you gotta kill the orbs i hate that yeah and you gotta kill the orbs around him the auto, aim, yeah. the auto aim in this game is so prevalent, It is, it is, it made me angry, because I'm literally trying to aim at the beehive pieces and shoot them off, and the auto aim is making me aim at whatever's right in front of me, and I'm fighting the auto aim to try and aim at what I want to aim at, and I'm like, I want to shoot that, the game will not let me shoot that unless I dodge so many times to get away from all these mobs to shoot at that thing in the distance, and it... You know it you made can, me so mad. You, wait, were you playing on console? Yeah. Oh, see, I played on PC. You I turned you auto turn aim off, off instantly. Did you That's use a, a console controller problem. or did you use No, I a... use mouse and keyboard. And if you with auto aim off, I could just aim perfectly with the mouse. It yeah, was, see, I turned yeah. auto aim off, but I could not aim fast enough because the, yeah. the game is the game is not designed to be range, and so like aiming is not it's kind of cumbersome. So that's the one thing I would say that if you're going to choose this game on console versus PC, maybe keyboard and mouse is the way to go. And then one big praise that I had for it though is that if you're a console player and you play on a PS5, the haptic feedback on the controller in this game is really, really well done. It did something I've never seen done before, and that was as you're as you're using the rifle, and like on the rifle, for instance, like on the bow and arrow or or the crossbow, you can hold the trigger down and you will constantly shoot. On the rifle, you have to pull it each time you pull the trigger. And if you pull it more times in rapid succession, every time you pull that trigger, it gets harder to pull the trigger. Like it tightens up until you have to reload and you can't even pull the trigger at all. And I think that what they were trying to do is simulate the fact that You would have a hard time in real life pulling the trigger repeatedly, like boom, 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 boom. And I think they were like, let's make it harder to do this to make it more challenging. I love that choice. I love the haptic feedback and the way they did it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. A couple things at the end on the anything else to cover. I don't normally have much to cover here, but I (laughs) did this time. So there we go. Yeah. No, thanks for sharing. I
0: love tactile feedback with like haptic controllers. The, the PS5 controller, I think, is really incredible. I can't wait to see other ways that they use like haptic feedback like that. All right, well, let's uh, share a little bit about what the community thought. Josh, you got a couple of reviews for us? I sure
1: do. We went to Steam for this one. Um, we always pull a few reviews, a couple positives, a couple negatives, just to give some other thoughts on the game and kind of what are some of the more uh, general thoughts that people had on this. This first review is recommended 14 hours on record, so they beat the game. And it says it's just a fun game, no modern gaming bull, just dumb fun.
0: Yeah, and I know that's not like good criticism to say like it's just fun, guys, go play it. But that's literally what this game is. Like, watch some videos, go play it. Especially if you're on PC, you can always refund it. It's just a good fun (laughs) time.
1: I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's fun. All right, and then this next one is not recommended, 6.8 hours on record, and it says ultra repetitive. We advance quite linearly, linearly, (laughs) linearly? Linearly. 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 Words are hard. Oh, I know what's coming on that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> we, there was. We, we all thought it'd be Michael. <laughs> Dang <laughs> it. My own sound <laughs> drop now. Josh used it. <laughs> oh, man. We find a rectangular area with a few boxes of explosives, five minutes of combat, then we advance, then arena, then combat. At first, it's cool, but after that becomes boring, especially for $50. Yeah. The game does tell you when you're about to have a big fight, and in between, oh, yeah. it's just oh, a yeah. straight line. Like I, I the, the reason I pulled that one is the, the, the levels are pretty... But, man, it is a straight corridor with, you said, like oh, yeah. maybe a 10-foot branch with a chest <laughs> yep. that you, that's just out of sight. And then it's a big open arena where you have a big fight. And it is rinse and repeat after that. Yep. So if you're looking to explore or any of that stuff, you're, you're going to be disappointed. Like we said, PS2 action game. Yeah. <laughs> um, this next one is not recommended. Five and a half hours on record. It is the Kmart God of War. Relatively <laughs> uncreative <laughs> boss fights. So they just throw more bad guys at you during them.
0: <laughs> Kmart God of War. That's not, that's not necessarily that bad though.
1: Like God of War is so good. You can have a poor man's God of War and it's still right. fun. I do. I remember thinking that this game was God of War meets Red Dead and it is not like it is not it's God really of not. War to me. No, like, no, no. I, I remember no. this game is vastly different than what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like versus like the trailers and the, the animations and the camera style and all that. Like we legitimately thought this is going to be God of War like Western. And it's not. This is like you said, PS2 combat action brawler type game instead. So, um, all right. And then this last one is recommended 35 hours on record. So this person's played through a few times. Uh, and it says, this game is great fun. No idea what all the negative press is about. Not every game needs a story that changes your life. Not every game needs cutting edge graphics to prove its point. Not every game needs to innovate and take gaming in new directions. Sometimes a game just needs tried and true mechanics at work. Sometimes a game just needs to let you blow stuff up. Sometimes a game just needs to be fun. And this game, my friends, is fun. Play it. Written by
0: Paul yeah. <laughs> of the Multiplayer Podcast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. All totally right. agree.
1: So there's a good mix of you know a couple things people didn't seem to like, a couple things that people did like. Now we always play a little game where we try to guess the overall rating, uh, the Steam scores of a game to see who can get closest uh, to that Steam score on a scale of zero to one hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go first this time since I didn't get to participate last time because I accidentally <laughs> knew the score on that Forgot one. About that, my guess was eighty-two percent. Okay. I, I I don't
0: mind going second since I I won last time. Uh, I think eighty two is really a good guess, Josh. I'm gonna say eighty four percent. I think it's just a tad higher.
1: Okay. Oh, now I gotta pull a Paul and just say eighty five. Because actually, no, I ah, uh, I really thought it was gonna be closer to an eighty seven. So I'm gonna say eighty seven. I'm not gonna say eighty five just to try and win. I'm gonna say eighty seven. Well, you went the wrong direction, Michael. You should have undercut. I say sixty-seven. Me. You should have <laughs> undercut me because it's the under eighty-two. Actual score is seventy-seven yeah. percent on Steam, uh, which I think still qualifies as mostly positive at that point.
0: You think it's the money? You think it's the fifty bucks? It is a hundred percent the fifty bucks.
1: Or it's the fact that God of War came out right before this. Everybody played God of War, and they're just comparing all games to God of War. It's recency biased. Well, well, well. Let's save that thought, Michael, because it's time to move into the next segment, which is called Make Love, Marry, or Murder. Paul, hit that music. I believe it's up to me. (laughs) Take it away, Josh. Hey, not Felicity but the other lady in the game. I can't remember your name because the I characters the characters yeah. in this game are not memorable at all. Um, but there is another lady in this game and so I, yeah you uh, with the glasses that that does something I can't remember because the story in this game doesn't exist either. Um, you wanna go fight some vampires? Ooh, this, this is not, not, not your best pickup game. I, Josh. I, I didn't expect to win this one, to be honest with you. And let's be honest, there's nobody in this game that I really want to take out anywhere either. So, uh, fair, <laughs> uh, enough, fair enough, <laughs> All right. So this segment is called Make Love, Marry, or Murder. This is where we are going to rate the game, um, based on our personal opinions. Um, we don't always agree. We do factor in cost of game, you know, fun factor, that kind of stuff. Um, Paul, I I think you've already kind of hinted how you feel about this. So why don't you lead us off on this one?
0: Yeah, I'm going to say it's marriage material, but I will say the $50 price tag really makes it close to being make love territory. Um, the thing is, I think the combat in this game, I had more fun playing this than the combat of God of War. Now God of War Ragnarok, the story is a, a a million times better than anything Evil West has to offer. But I had probably more fun, strictly speaking, with just the combat in Evil West. I think if you watch a video and it looks at all appealing, then you should absolutely buy it and play it. If you don't like the first two hours, refund it on Steam, no problem, no harm, no foul. I loved playing it. I, I'm I'm gonna say Mary.
1: what about you michael what are you thinking oh i will be the meat in this sandwich i will give my i was gonna say meaty take but i said it anyways that's really strange (laughs) let's move on um because you know you guys are the bread i'm the one in the middle everybody gets i don't know why i'm explaining this um it's like i'm a glowing chain in the middle of a yeah it's like I'm a glowing (laughs) chain in the middle of i'm just telling you guys things you already know where to go anyways um i am also gonna marry this game i i thought that this was very refreshing and fun um I, Ironically enough, like the the review where the guy said that he found the combat repetitive, I think they gave you just enough fun stuff every here and there that changed the way you play the game. Your combat from the very beginning of the game, vastly different from how you're playing combat at the end of the game, and the middle, it's the same as well. You change the whole way you go. I think God of War's combat is actually more repetitive, honestly. I agree. Um, And, and I just, I really, and again, I'm not comparing this game to God of War in a lot of ways. Sometimes it's just refreshing to say, No BS, I'm going to just kill a bunch of stuff and focus on combat and focus on action. The story was fine. It was fine. I I didn't get a lot from it. I'm glad there was a story to give me reasons to hate these vampires even more as I was electrocuting them, smashing them, (laughs) and blowing them up with (laughs) explosive tornadoes. And I really appreciated it. And the visuals were
0: and storing their heads in a giant warehouse storing which is a little creepy. a giant
1: warehouse. That's interesting.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, we're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Uh-oh. I got to go. <laughs> um no, but like but like the, the graphics were good. They were they were actually I mean I would say the graphics are great compared to a lot of things you see nowadays. It was it was it was fun. The colors were amazing. Um the the world building um, as far as just looking at it, it was great. I I had a great time with this game and I I think that people should play it. Again, I was I was hinging as well our uh on on the idea between make love or marry because it is a $50 game. But I just, I really think that every once in a while, like here's, here's what made me, here's what made me stick to make love. I look forward to playing the second one. If there's a second one, I will absolutely buy it. I will play it. I'm going to have a good time doing it. Wait, now Fair did enough. you marry it or did you make love to it? Cause I thought you said married, married it. You married it. Yeah. Oh, but you said here's what made me stick to make love, so I wasn't sure. No, here's what made me teeter over make love. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay. I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. For for those that want to go back and rewind, push the podcast button back a couple times. Replace <laughs> the make love part with Mary. I'm marrying this game. Done. Okay, got you. All right. So that's two Marys so far. Oh my goodness. Um, I I hate to be the voice of reason here, guys, but <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> number one. I don't know how you guys compare this combat to God of Wars Combat. God of War's combat and I know I'm a God of War fanboy, but God of War's combat to me is massively, massively better than than uh Evil West is. It was the same um, as twenty eighteen though. I mean yeah, but like it, it's it was good. something new. why change this, it? This, it's amazing. This was the
0: new this was the new hotness. God of War Ragnarok the combat was great, but I had already done it before. And yes, there's yeah, some but I could do that forever, things that like get added later. This this was something
1: that was new and are completely original. Um so here's here's my here's my thoughts on this. I found now I'm going to caveat this because I don't want both of you guys going like Josh you're crazy, but we played this game immediately after God of War Ragnarok. I went one day after finishing God of War Ragnarok before I dove into Evil West. Now, I'm sorry Evil West, but that's a tough game to follow up. Um, I found this game to be very, very bland and simple um you know the levels graphics look good, but you are walking down a straight, straight corridor until you get to a big box arena and then you know you're about to fight a bunch of vampires that part's fun, and then you hop over a little wall or wherever the little shiny chains tell you to go, and then you wander in a straight line until you get to the next one. So the level design I found to be thoroughly, thoroughly boring other than the graphics on the levels. The combat is fine. It's fun. It's, you know, they give you a lot of weapons to play with and you get some perks. And I, I mentioned that I love the perk system and the ability system and all that. Cause I like doing builds and stuff like that, but I found the combat to get fairly repetitive. Um, You know, the boss fights, there was only three of them. One of them wasn't even really that much fun. One of them was kind of hard. I died like four or five times, you know, so that was fun for me because I enjoy difficulty and dying and stuff like that. I, I just, I'm having a hard time with this game because I found it to just be simply mediocre all around, honestly. Um, I've really struggled between murdering this game and making love to this game because there is some fun to be had. I certainly didn't hate my time with it. It's just, it's a $50 game and there's nothing groundbreaking about this game at all anywhere. And I know nothing, not everything has to be groundbreaking. I'm going to give it a very tentative make love. I don't want to murder it because I don't think that's fair. But if you I, had fun it, it,
0: playing it, then I feel like it should be
1: make I had fun playing the combat right. portion. The problem was 50% of this game is wandering through a straight hallway level, and 50% of this game, or well, the other 50%, math is hard, guys. Um, the <laughs> other percentage <laughs> is being in the stupid headquarters. There's no point in being in the headquarters in this game. You're they
0: in the only... headquarters 10 right. seconds, uh, and you start uh, the no, next second. they
1: make you... How many times you... did you have to open the stupid keg to walk into the headquarters part of it four times times, yeah yeah Yeah. why do i have to do that so (laughs) between the linear level design that keeps sending me back to this stupid headquarters thing if this game was a hundred percent combat like it should have been it would have been a lot more enjoyable i found the other stuff really detracted from the game this is about as close as i can get to a murder without actually murdering the game i feel like this should have been a 25 dollar game all right, so here's, here's the thing, and, and this is something that I think people need to get off of this, and I might be calling you out on this too, Josh, is this game is not a top five game. We're not going to put this top five on our leaderboard. It's $10 cheaper right. than a AAA title, though. This game is $10 right, less than but- God of War Ragnarok. Well, twenty less than Ragnarok. Twenty less than Ragnarok. But oh wait, but at was the same, it fifty on Ragnarok? 70. Was seventy? Yeah, this is fifty Ragnarok. 70. It was fifty Anyways, on but, console. But here's, but here, yeah, Okay. I mean, yeah, it was 50 I would gladly pay the other twenty dollars to have a better game. But here's the thing: is that there, there's something for everyone. There's a lot of people out there. I thought it was a breath of fresh air. It was really fun. I had a great time. I'm not going to sit here and compare every game that we review for the next two years to God of War. Because I think that's unfair to other games. God of War stands in an upper echelon on its own, maybe with a select few games. There are a lot of games that I have a lot of fun playing that are not God of War. And this sure. game is not God of War. It's I not, married God no, of War. I agree. Yeah. And I married this game because I truly had a blast playing it. And the 10 hours I put into it, I loved them. And I think everyone should play this game if they like, have an action fun. And that that's where I kind of put it, is that uh, we sit here. And we want to. We want to put everything in that. Let's let's compare it to this. You know, let's talk about a triple A title. Fifty bucks. It was worth fifty bucks. I had a great time. If I go to the movies and I'm paying twenty bucks for a movie ticket for a couple of hours, this game is worth fifty hours. Fifty fifty dollars for ten hours to me.
0: Yeah, and and I feel like the percentage of time fighting. I don't know. I mean, I, there's no point in like quibbling over numbers, but I feel like I spent seventy five to eighty percent of this game fighting or solving a puzzle like there's a couple light oh the puzzles here there. suck a couple they're, mazes. they're all really <laughs> yeah i mean they're not difficult at all uh yeah i mean it might just be one of a case of different strokes for different folks but yeah, i found it sure. to be I, utterly charming and a huge throwback in like the best way it would be like complaining about shredder's revenge and being like Oh well, it's not like an open world fighting game, and it's like, well, yeah, because it's just a throwback. Yeah, I just wanted it's nostalgic.
1: The problem, like my biggest problem, is if your game is about combat, and the combat is fun. I'm like I said, I enjoyed the fights in this game. Just give me a game where it's nothing but fighting, man. You know what I mean? Like I but feel they like they made, did. Th- no, I not Didn't if you they tried more. to have story and characters and the, and it was terrible. I'll take those
0: the cutscenes or what? Like forty minutes. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. Maybe. I don't. And know. You can skip. Okay, you but can that's, skip almost 100% 10%. of them. that's almost ten percent.
1: That's almost ten percent of. Them. I can't I I can't <laughs> skip the cutscenes because we got to review the game. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> you, like, you know what I mean? Really so I feel like all your complaints here. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not seeing hey, what you're saying. I, I mean, you both said that you enjoyed this combat more than God of War. I don't see that in a million years. Now, yes, I, we cannot compare every game to God of War. I agree with you 100% on that. I just found this game to be thoroughly mediocre, uh, mo, like almost all around. The combat is fun. I'm not murdering it, but man, is it close for me. I will correct, though. I didn't say the combat was better than God of War. I said I felt like God of War's combat got more repetitive. More repetitive.
0: Yeah. Yeah not that it's better or worse
1: yeah. but uh yeah it's different in a fun way like i like that they're different combat you know but mm-hmm. yeah i respect your opinion josh yeah, and man, i'm wrong. just keeping it real for the people
0: <laughs> all right well let's move into our last segment here let's go to our leaderboard and see where this game stacks up Okay, if anyone's new to our show, we have an overall leaderboard at our website, which is MultiplayerPodcast.com. Anytime we do a deep dive as a three-man consensus, we have to agree, where do we put it on our overall list? We're comparing all kinds of different games, different genres. We're trying to compare them to one another. Uh, highly subjective, just based on our own experience. We've got games in our top five, like Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War 2018, Overwatch, Cyberpunk 2077, and Disco Elysium. Further down the list, we got stuff like down in the 40s, games like RimWorld, Far Cry 5, Shovel Knight, Operation Tango. Toward the bottom, we've got some stuff like Minecraft Dungeons, uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends, Battlefield 2042. So if you want to see what we have on our leaderboard, you can do that through the website. And then since we're looking at two Marys that kind of teeter on Make Love, and we've got one kind of teetering between <laughs> make love and murder uh certainly this is not like a top 20 or a bottom 20 game this is going to go like somewhere kind yeah. of in the middle right
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, I, any any gut reactions uh, what, what if we compare it to like like weird west we have all the way up at 22 i feel like this is going to be lower Weird west than that.
1: is a better game in my opinion I think it's funny because I, I've got a I've got an interesting comparison to make. There's such similar games in very very different ways, and I don't I don't think necessarily this belongs this high because of our group rating. But I look at the Forgotten City. Both games are relatively short, eight to ten hours. Right, Forgotten City zero combat. Well, there's one little part where half an hour you kind of do combat, but you can skip it. Yeah. This game zero story. Yeah. <laughs> All combat. <laughs> But they both kind of satisfied the same thing. It's like, the one thing you did, I really think you did a good job with that. Like, the Forgotten City, really great job with the story. It made me cry. This game would not make me cry. I did throw my controller once. But (laughs) I I think for me, it it belongs kind of in that realm. I know it's going to probably end up a little bit lower. But I think it's kind of like, hey, you did that one thing really well. You did combat really well. I had a lot of fun. Forgotten City did story really well. I had a lot of fun. Similar.
0: Gut reaction, me just looking, I'd have it somewhere around twenty to twenty-five. Um, kind of like, goodness. what range would you have it personally, Josh?
1: Oh, mid forties for me. I am. I think y'all are crazy to put this game that high. I mean, you're putting you're putting this around games like Hollow Knight. Oh, it's way better than Hollow Knight for me. Uh, Resident Evil Village. You're putting it above that. I still haven't played that one. Uh, real, uh, yeah, I mean, I I would have a serious problem putting it that the reason
0: The reason that we put Resident Evil Village, which is now at 32, is because it was so short and in an expensive game. This has exactly the same criticisms. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know. So if you're thinking 40s, Josh, I'm thinking 20s. Let's kind
1: of look like in that 30-ish range. I'm just like, I'm looking at like Broforce for me is kind of like the, would I rather play Broforce or would I rather play Evil West? I think I would rather play Evil West, but then I get up to like Deep Rock Galactic, which I know you are not a fan of, Paul, but I would much rather play Deep Rock Galactic than, than Evil West. You want to keep it below Deep Rock Galactic and put it in at? 34. That's the range like I'm comfortable with. Like I would I will fight you guys for days if you want to put this in like the mid 20s because I do not think this game has that much redeeming quality to it. Sure, same uh, way I would fight you if you're trying to put it below pff, Lost Ark and uh yeah like, which is like that's why i say i think that's a two. fair spot i i think it's a happy medium to put it in the in the low 30s or high 30s we still have never early, 30s. On that. We early, never early 30s early <laughs> early 30s <laughs>
0: early 30s yeah so so below near automata resident evil village and deep
1: rock galactic i but, could see putting but, it yeah I'd but like above to put it, i'd like to put it above deep rock galactic but josh won't let me i mean if you, josh put, if you really both, loves deep rock if you both want it at 33 i'll concede to that
0: I liked Deep Rock Galactic. I just I fizzled out after a couple I, hours. He,
1: the only, here's the reason yeah. I say this, right? People that go to the leaderboard that have never played these games, I get that Deep Rock Galactic gets old at a certain point, but that game is super fun initially. Only if you have a group of friends to play right, with. Right, yeah, but I'm just yes, saying, like, true. at that point, it's like, oh, this is great, man, you know? And then it kind right. of falls off later on because you start grinding for weapons and stuff like that that don't really matter at that point. Evil West is a one-and-done Experience. I just yes. feel like you're not I'll never ever gonna, yeah, you're never gonna play it again. Right. I still have, I, I have an issue with it being $50. I, it does some things very well. This is not a, I hate this game by any means. It's just, I just found it to be mediocre. If you have
0: Gamefly, or if Redbox still exists anywhere, because like we don't have <laughs> any in Phoenix anymore, seemingly. Oh man! If they still had games at Redbox, this would be the perfect game to rent for console. Beat it in Absolutely. two days and return it, and you'd yes. pay four bucks or whatever. Right. Absolutely, yeah. That that's where it would shine most. Okay, so are we all okay
1: at thirty uh, four? You guys can put it at thirty three if you want. I, uh, that's up to you. No, I'm I'm remarkably let's keep indifferent it below between thirty three okay. and thirty four, so that's fine.
0: All right. So we'll we'll lock that in at at 34. Uh and I I think that's totally fair. Uh I just wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be in the 40s or 50s. I think that'd be a little little too low. And it's not in the 20s for you, Josh, so I, I think we're See? all okay with
1: it. Look at this. Yes. We all know how to rate games around here. <laughs> That's how you negotiate. <laughs> Without calling each other names. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 I reckon this here would be one of them. Everybody wins. <laughs> your scenarios. video games, they suck, guys. Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So, guys, we are done. Deep Diving oh.
1: Games in 2022. <gasps>
0: this one's in the books. Oh, wow. We're done. Wow.
1: Wow! Well, yeah. I will say this. This episode releases on Monday. Tomorrow, High on Life comes out. <laughs> Please don't let that game suck. I will be so disappointed. I, like, now, let me ask you guys something real quick as we're closing out the show. Did you expect more from Evil West? Absolutely not. No. I, I think that's part of my problem is I went mm. into it expecting more. And then I, I kind of got disappointed. I started seeing like the flaws, like the story sucks. These level design is not very good. Oh, it's all super linear. And, and, and and like I started to really crash, but then the combat got fun. And that's what, that's the point I talked about earlier in the episode, right? Where it's like, I was just wailing through things, trying to kill them as fast as possible. And then I went. Let me have some fun with this let me let me let me get right. let me get some flair in this combat. Let me get fancy. you know what I mean that kind of and that's where the game really started to climb back up for me at that point, so you know i again, some of that is just I think my expectations going into it were different than what the game actually was, and then I didn't kind of figure that out until about halfway through, and that's where I went. I'm just supposed to have dumb fun on this. I'm not supposed to worry about anything else. Just get fantastical and slaughtering these vampires. And then it got better. I'm so happy this game didn't have like 50 hours worth of side quests that I had to trek through again. Like so many of those games now. That's why I liked about it. Linear, great, combat, fun. If you are doing what Josh said not to do, which is just try to get through it as fast as you can what are you doing that for to see the end of the story yeah <laughs> not much happens right have fun have fun with this game
0: yeah stop and smell the flowers uh, along, along the, path. <laughs> the
1: vampire blood <laughs> yeah right. smell the vampire right. blood
0: <laughs> And, and, uh, and, and heads that are <laughs> all over the ground. All right. So yes, we are all done with deep dives for this year. Please come back for our last three new episodes and stick with us through our holiday break. As a reminder, you can sign up on Patreon to support our show and get bonus episodes. You can do that at multiplayer squad.com. You can follow us everywhere on socials at Multiplayer Pod, And we just want to say another thank you to everyone out there for listening. Uh, hope you guys are all having a great week, and we hope that you'll join us here next time.
1: And until then, happy gaming. Reckon I'll see y'all on a deep dive sometime around 2023. In the meantime, <laughs> pick your poison stranger and cheers. Uh, bye, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>